difficult, 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 I know. Merry Christmas and happy, <laughs> happy New Year. holidays. Get uh, us out of this year. Goodbye. Good Lord, please. How are you? Oh, just great. Everybody in New York City has Omicron. Just so in case anyone's wondering, it's just like it happened in one day. One day. Oh, I'm Katie, by the way. <laughs> just That's like Katie. <laughs> and currently you do not have COVID, correct? I do not have COVID as far as I know at this present moment. Okay. And I'm Marie. I do not have COVID at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, great. <laughs> and we're both vaccinated and boosted, which, yeah. you guys, if you're not vaccinated, you're fucked. Yeah. And if then also, that's what I have to say about that. If you can get boosted, if you're, if it's been that six months, go get boosted. Yeah. So but legit, if you're not vaccinated, you are yeah. fucked, fucked. Because everybody, it's like spreading like wildfire and like everything's getting canceled again. And we're, you know, and like, look, you got to do what you got to do, right? You got to cancel stuff. You got to like not have your birthday parties and and it's really sad. But it's but we're back here right now and I was just reading and I'm just I'm real guns blazing like full of anger today. So sorry everybody. Katie's a little tight in the chest today. I'm a little I'm a little okay. high strung. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're going <laughs> to get through this. Oh, we'll see. But <laughs> <Together>. uh, <laughs> but I was just there was a whole thing about Omicron and they were saying that like the reason why it exists is because people won't get vaccinated. And then this is going to keep happening because people won't get vaccinated. And it's going to, it's the reason why this thing is allowed to mutate is it's mutating in the people that are unvaccinated because they're the ones catching stuff. Can you send me this? Because I just got into a friendly conversation with a friend who was telling me that it, it's probably us vaccinated people. No, who it's is not. Is, you know why it's not? Mm-hmm. Because if you're vaccinated... And with like the Delta variant, if you're not mm-hmm. catching it, right, like it wasn't as ca- catchable, there's no room for the virus to mutate. Mm. It can only mutate in the people that can catch the virus. Mm. And it gives it space and time to mutate so that mm-hmm. then it can avoid the vir- the vaccines. Mm-hmm. But if, if everyone had gotten vaccinated when they were supposed to, we, we wouldn't have these. I mean, there'd always be little variants popping up, maybe, but like they can't develop if there's nowhere for them to go. Mm. So that's it. I mean, I'm like, it's not it's not cute. <laughs> you know, it's not cute to not be vaccinated. Well, it is fascinating, though. What's the percentage of people vaccinated in New York? I mean, it's I high. Feel like the locals are high, but then the like, tourists are coming. And yeah, like, that I don't know. It's but it's just, not even it's like it's the point is Omicron didn't start in New York City. Totally. People travel and like it came. And the point is that like it's going through New York City like brush fire and mm-hmm. that's alarming because everyone is vaccinated here not right. everyone but so many people are vaccinated so many people here. Mm-hmm. so it's not that we're causing it it's we just live close together so we're like the canary in the coal mine it's coming mm-hmm. for you you guys it's coming for you done yeah in one day I got a message I had like five people I knew had gotten it who are vaccinated and boosted oh, and because yeah. and everybody that I know that has it is like sick but mm-hmm. like fine mm-hmm. because they're all vaccinated but the people that aren't are showing up in the hospitals again and we're doing we're going through it all over again and it's because of the same fucking people over and over again Mm -hmm. it's not cute it's gonna get so bad when it comes down to these places it's gonna get it's It's already like shutting like not shutting hospitals down but making you know incapacitating hospitals 
And like, if you have a heart attack tomorrow, it's going to affect you. You know, like that's the stuff I just am so over it. I'm just so I'm happy to like do what we need to do to protect each other and all that. But like it's it's just it's we're like in a cycle perpetuating itself over and over again because of like misinformation and Mm -hmm. insane people. Mm -hmm. And now cue my song over it. Oh my god, that song has been played (laughs) playing in my head like nonstop for like weeks now. Maybe I'll play a little snippet for you guys right now. I did write I have a little single and it's just to get everybody vaccinated. So here's a little taste. back (laughs) um yeah please get vaccinated jesus christ okay all right well let's let's start with a good and then we'll we'll just uh we'll We'll, crumble uh, in the end i will continue to devolve it into the (laughs) no but we got we saved a person's relationship we are so katie we are (laughs) saviors (laughs) i know we're important we helped somebody's relationship and it's i'm gonna read it and then we'll talk about uh our response to each other so we received this message from our website, which you guys, you can leave messages on our website now, difficultwomenpodcast.com. So Yay. go, please. So I'm going to keep this person anonymous, but thank yes. you so much for writing us. This just made our day. Okay. Hi, gals. I'm a new listener on Luminary and wanted to drop you a quick note to tell you that you've helped me to improve my relationship. My boyfriend and I have been together for eight years and we consider ourselves to be a great fit. Recently, I listened to a podcast where Katie said men are just turned on all the time and women are turned on by the quality of the relationship. With him being 12 years my junior, I forget sometimes that he's always after it and and if I'm working on a project or whatever, he can feel as though he's being neglected. But when I told him what you said about me being turned on by the quality of our relationship... Well, fuck me sideways. <laughs> the effort this human is now putting in. Flowers, loving hugs, compliments. I thought it was pretty good before, but now thank you so much, you gorgeous women, for putting this point across so concisely that it translated into instant results. Oh. I really adore listening to you two. You put out some cracking good stuff. All the best to you both. Oh, oh my I God, mean, Katie. That, is, that has brought joy into my life. The only joy that I'm experiencing is from that email. So nice. I'm so I'm glad. So, I mean, oh, I don't remember which episode, but that is such great advice, Katie. Yeah, I should use it myself. Huh? I know. That was our text messages back and forth. of like, did you see that message? Oh, my God. Now can we just we to save apply our own, it? Yeah. No, I, for, I thank you for writing us because honestly, like that one of the the, the main motivator, at least for me, for doing this is to try to have people, you know, enlighten people as much as we can. We learn from doing it for sure, too. Um, but also, it's just like always feels good when someone gets something positive out of it. And I'm yeah, so happy wanna... for you. Yeah. So happy. To add value and to like, I don't know, that's just such a beautiful thing. And I hope you guys um, stay together forever because of us. Yes. <laughs> And can, <laughs> can I learn from my own advice? I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, so I... Katie, Jesus, woof, Katie, so woof. Katie had a date this week. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. get into it because yeah. uh, I got all the text messages and oh. some videos. Oh, yes. And I love that one point that you sent me a video of like your finger, it tiny, like it was in the bottom of the frame, like pointing, like you were like, this guy, this is the guy. I was like, yeah. hey, what if he sees you? He's going to turn around and see if you filming him and pointing at him. I don't But care. anyway, I appreciate <laughs> it. At that point, I didn't care. But I just, this was such a bad date. I feel like I need to just relay it to just prevent other people from suffering the same consequences I have. And this is where or, you need to start taking your own advice, too. Absolutely. And also, don't. Don't do this to other people. That's the other the other thing. <laughs> so I like, you know, I've been on the online apps trying to figure this shit out. And I've just been on one bad date after the next. I mean, I just at this point, I, I would be thrilled to go on a date with a normal person and then have them not like me. That mm. would be like an improvement because mm-hmm. I am just meeting crazy people. Um, so when I started talking to this person, I was like, oh, hallelujah, this conversation's super normal. And mm. I felt really comfortable in the conversation. We were talking mostly about music. The person mm-hmm. played music. Like, it just seemed like this is someone I actually would like to meet up with. Like, I feel mm. good about this. And the pictures, they're fine. He looks fine. Not exactly mm-hmm. my type, but like, I don't even care what they look like anymore. I really don't care right. what they look mm-hmm. like anymore. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I just want to have a nice meet up with somebody <sighs> went met this person they were they suggested and you know huge red flag here which I just didn't I don't know I thought this was a great idea but he was like I'm gonna be going to an open mic do you want to come to the open mic with me and I knew at that point that he would be playing at the open mic and I was like and it's kind of in my neighborhood and I was like uh, yeah why not because I could check out an open mic and like but like a music see. A, a music, music open mic. not a comedy specific. open mic. Okay. A music open mic. Okay. Then he had the suggestion that like, let's meet up for a drink beforehand so we can like talk. And I was like, that's a good idea. You know, I don't really have time for this, but you know what? I'm going to make time for this because yeah. So I show up and immediately it's like, you know, you kind of know right away. Like you're just like, oh no, this person <laughs> doesn't look like his picture. He's not. Mm-hmm. The vibe is very different from what I was picking up mm-hmm. in the text messaging. Um, he was like trying desperately to impress me, but with like weird things like I on my thing, it says something about like dinosaurs. And so he was just like rattling off all the names of dinosaurs. And I'm like, I don't care. about oh, Like, God. this is not what I like about dinosaurs, you know, um, <laughs> at one point, uh, I think Billy Jean, the song came up on uh-huh. the on the bar in the music and he pulled his guitar out. Uh uh-uh. And started playing along with it to like show off or whatever. And I was so embarrassed because it was so loud. He was playing so loud. And everyone's kind of like, who's this asshole? And I'm like, oh, God, it's just my date, you know, whatever. Um, just like not clearly doesn't have like a sense of like the people around him or whatever. The, the This isn't even, the you know, typical, typical, doesn't ask me any questions. Not a single, you know, like maybe one question. Just talking about himself nonstop. And I'm in the mode of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's so great. Oh, my God. Good for you. Oh, you're because so, that's what fucking women are trained to do. Right. Just put up with this shit. So I'm like kind of coddling him, just thinking like, I got to get out of this. You know, <laughs> at this point, if I was going to take my own advice at this point, I should have said, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling very good. I got to go. I'm not going to make it to the open mic. I should because I knew like I was like, I got, you know, 
But it, mm. but in my brain, I was also like mm-hmm. doubling down, like, well, I never get out, and ugh, I don't know. We just ugh. so anyway, we go then to the open mic. It's like eight o'clock. It's our, it's like just starting. He signs up, but he's like eleventh in line. So I'm like, fuck me, I'm gonna have to stay here forever. Like I'm, I'm like a prisoner to this open mic is how it felt. But I was, and again, you just out of politeness, you don't feel like I gotta go, you know. Side note, it had been a really busy day. I had eaten like nothing that day. I'm already like two beers in and feeling drunk. And then mm-hmm. I'm now there's a new beer that's a you know that's here that I'm drinking. I'm getting fucking wasted. Um, as this is going on, I'm watching the open mic. This is the other huge, re- well, a couple red flags. One, he was talking over everybody. And I was like, shh, 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 no, please, like, no, no, please, just don't. It's so embarrassing because no one else is talking. So everyone's looking at him like, ugh, this asshole. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. Mm. Uh, finally, I can kind of like, I'm getting increasingly annoyed with him. At one point, someone else is playing their song and he's going like D minor, E E7 major, but just like shouting out the like chords that the person is playing. And I was like, I don't listen to music like that. Like, I need you to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting more annoyed with him. But also as I'm watching the open mic, I'm realizing like there's some really talented, lovely people making lovely art, you know, and I'm getting kind of moved by it. Like mm-hmm. I started kind of crying when this one girl was singing and I was just like, this is really beautiful. And he did not like that. And I would like tell people after they were done. Oh, that yep, you were I would, like go up to people after oh, and be like, God, you did such a great job. Like, you know, amazing. I just really loved what you did with that. And they were like, thank you. Because, you know, at open mics, nobody gets nice feedback. You know what I mean? Because everyone's just waiting for the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I was just wanting to like make everyone feel good about their work because they were doing lovely work. And he was like so mad at me for like liking other people's stuff because he wanted and I realized later he wanted me to show up and think everybody sucks and he's the only good person at the open mic because he's very technically proficient with guitar which by the time he went up he wasn't anymore because he was drunk I mean it was like a whole nightmare um so he like got pissed at me for like being nice to people so that's a huge red flag um as we're like sitting there I'm waiting 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 for him to do his thing he finally gets up there people leave everybody left when he went up because he'd been a dick all night they left him. They all left. Right. Except for like a couple of people that were hanging around. I was just like this guy, like this is crazy. Uh, he finally finishes. There's a couple more acts. The open mic like kind of wraps up. People are starting to talk a little bit. I started meeting some very nice people, like just had nice conversations with people that like there was this other girl named Katie who like I was like hitting it off with. I was like, this is so nice. Huh. Next thing you know, I like look around and the dude had left. He had fully left without telling me. So he just left me at this fucking open mic. After you sat through 11 yes. performers? No, even, you know, he if he wanted to come up to me and be like, dude, this was like a shitty date. I didn't appreciate you being nice to people. I don't know. Whatever he wants to say. I'm going to go. Like anything. He could have said anything to me. Then that would have been better than just leaving. Yes. So then I was like so fucking angry I mean just like so like literally like I sent a video I forgot I even took this video but I'm like screaming about Mary and Jesus and I'm looking at this crush thing I may or may not post it one day I'm so embarrassed about it but it was kind of a genius video anyway but just so furious and I end up texting him I was just like dude that is so fucked up it is so fucked up that you didn't even say after me waiting around for you the whole fucking night you get like kind of offended that I like I'm, I'm nice to people or something and then because I'm not giving you every ounce of attention on this thing and so you just abandoned me 
And like, I just wrote him. I was like, my advice, or I don't even say advice. I was like, what you need to fucking do is do not go on another fucking date until you go to therapy. Period. Mm -hmm. Because like, that is so messed up. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so that has left a very bad taste in my mouth all week. (laughs) As you can imagine. Oh, God. Jesus. I can't believe he fucking left. Like a baby. that, too. After all of that. Like, if I had been the one that was talking during the open mic, and I had been the one that was like making a scene, then maybe then fine just leave her because she's like a dick but i was the one being nice to everybody and i didn't Mm -hmm. walk out on him i could have left him there but i didn't Mm -hmm. so i don't know i guess the lesson there is (laughs) don't don't be nice and just like whatever like i think next time i'm on a date and i have to just learn this lesson if it's like not going well or i'm like dude i'm not feeling this i need to just be able to say uh no i'm done bye like thanks the yeah. other thing too is like one of the because I'm not into the whole you buy me drinks thing, you know. Like I'm so I bought him a drink, mm-hmm. he bought me a mm-hmm. drink. Like I just because I mm-hmm. hate that shit that mm-hmm. like that you, they can hold that over you or whatever. So I don't play that game either. So right. it's not even like I don't know. <sighs> mm-hmm. One of the best outs I ever had on a date that was not going well was like I guess like he bought me one drink, then I bought the next drink. And then he was like, can I get you another? And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to go. Easy. And then it was just like, and then I could tell he was hurt, but. Better to just end it though. I mean. And then I left. And and it was great. I sucked about it was like, then the next day I had all these like deadlines and I'm scrambling to finish my shit up because I wasted all this time on this stupid date. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't know. So over it. <laughs> oh god anyway yeah. sorry everybody thanks for letting me rant let me know send me an email send me help can you help me now <laughs> that's such a bad day katie bad. but also like i should have left from- i should have left yes left. you have this empowering feminist podcast like take your own advice i know i and just don't- i think fuck politeness yeah and i don't like making people feel bad yeah uh, well who does i mean that makes sense i can look at the situation and go this guy's a douche doodle like he is, mm-hmm. but I still feel bad hurting his feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, when in the end you could have just stood up and left, left him and like saved myself did. the pain. Right, right. Like that's the thing. It's like I'm I'm putting his feelings over mine, mm. and I don't even know this person. Right. Side mm-hmm. note: the his friend Katie or this girl Katie that he knows, she was like, "Yeah, he's weird. Like he's definitely <laughs> weird." And I was like, "Oh." What, like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, he, like, always seems to be on these, like, dates. Like, he'll have this, like, kind of hot girl. And we none of us can figure out how he's, like, getting mm. these girls to go out. And I was like, well, this is his profile. And she was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't look like him at all. Oh. Like, that's not him. <laughs> that's not who he is. I'm like, yeah. Wow. So. Well, anyway. Uh, take your own advice. And, yeah. and uh, uh, just the fuck just out of there the next the time just yep. speak up for yourself and i hope yeah. i have learned my lesson i hope so oh my god well tell. thank you for sharing and thank yeah. you to our anonymous friend who wrote us in saying that we actually did save a relationship yes yes now, thank you now that if makes it could just better save us <laughs> jesus yes, christ save me um anyway yeah. so sorry for that long story i hope i didn't lose all of our listeners with that uh but <laughs> <laughs> we have a topic that we're going to talk about today too well, it's kind of related. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely. Sort of, yeah, sort yeah, of. I don't yeah. know. Uh, well, so a friend of, well, Emily Fleming, a friend of the pod and also on um, 
a couple episodes back, she sent me this TikTok video and was like, oh my God, you have to talk about this on your podcast. And I actually kind of fell down a wormhole with the person who made this video. I highly recommend checking out, if you're on TikTok, I know we talk about TikTok all the time now, but it's called After Sex Ed. And she is a sex ed teacher and currently in grad school studying sexual health. And so Emily sent me this and I was it, I, I'm going to we're going to play it. We don't know legally like we're going to cite all this stuff. You can find her on TikTok yourself, but just take a listen. Let's talk about porn today and how women and men can be very different in what arouses them. So one study took people and they divided them out into gay men, straight men, gay women, straight women, and they had them watch all different kinds of pornography. The pornography was guy on girl, lesbian, homosexual men, so guy on guy, group sex, a woman masturbating, and a man masturbating. And I think that's it. So the researchers had them watch all these different kinds of pornography, and they, they monitored how they reacted to all of the different kinds of porn. So straight men reacted how you would probably think anything with women, there were high levels of arousal and anything with men was very low. There was like very little reaction. And then gay men were the same, but inverse. So anything with men was very, very high uh, attraction, very, very high reaction. And then anything with women was very low. But <laughs> what is really interesting about this study is the women. So the women, regardless of orientation, heterosexual or homosexual, reacted very, very high to all of the different kinds of pornography, gay, straight, group, it didn't matter. Everything was quite, quite high. They were aroused for a lot of it, for all of it. And this is really making me think a lot about the way that we see the world and the way that we talk about sexuality. So hear me out. If you get inside the mind of a man for a moment, like gay, straight, it just appears to be very black and white. Like, I like that kind of, I like to see that and I don't like that. So like, it's very, very binary. And then you have women who are like, all of these flexibilities and like all of these gradations, there's all of these nuances and they're able to like all of it. And then it makes me think the way that we talk about sex, the way that we learned about sex is really the way that men viewed sex. Like I like this and I don't like that. And that's a woman and that's a man and that's gay and that's straight. Does that make sense? That if women hadn't been excluded, obviously, and oppressed and abused by men for so long, but excluded from this study, like excluded from sex in particular, that we would probably be talking about sex in a very different way. That like the need to put people in categories, I would even think probably wouldn't exist. Or that all of these different kind of categories that you're seeing today and people are like, oh, there's all these different kinds of genders and sexualities and I don't understand it. I think had women been included in all this, because we're aroused by so many different things, those categories would, would have existed forever or they would just have been not important at all. Anyways, what do you think? Because I'm not picking on men. I just think that you're different <laughs> and that's okay. Wow. Yeah. It makes sense though, right? It makes a lot of sense. I want to sort of a piggybacking on to like what she ends with there about like how women were, we were looking at, at sexuality through the lens of women how the labels would be different that's also a western patriarchal mm. thing because there's mm -hmm. a, a ton of of uh, cultures that have existed prior to mm. this very eurocentric culture 
that the 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 boundaries were much less fir- firm, mm-hmm. you know. And now we we know that more and more now because people are listening up to it. But um, mm-hmm. like this concept of two spirit, which is um, traditionally Native American two spirit people were male, female, and sometimes intersex individuals who combined activities of both ma- men and women, um, which is like a thing that now people are starting to talk about more and and rec. I should say westernized people eurocentric mm. people are starting to go like oh wait a minute like this idea is not new that mm. like there's there's a fluidity in a binary like you know that there's something more to sexuality mm-hmm. than that um but we have this very firm eurocentric patriarchal society that we live in mm-hmm. and the outcome is we see sex through that male dominant lens Mm-hmm. And that's how it's taught to us in sex ed as well. I mean, if you're lucky enough to have just a little bit of it, I guess. But it's very heterosexual when we learn it in whatever some people learn it in church with what's your like, oh, yeah. married couple's uh, name? Esther and Fran Alan. Esther and Alan. We learned it very haphazardly when we also learned about periods and stuff in like seventh grade. I mean, it was just a disaster. But it was very... Penis, vagina, this is how this works. And also the 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 point of sex is for the man to come. Like we always talk about that. But and procreation and like, you know, that. Yes, yeah. right. Exactly. I mean, I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm glad, you know, that we came across this video because there's just so much more nuance to sex. And I've always felt like that. But like, I don't know. I know that, you know, when you're in relationships, Sometimes it feels very black and white to them, but then like you have to kind of step forward and really say like what turns you on. So many different things can arouse you. And so you have to just be able to communicate those things. (laughs) Yeah. And I think also it's actually kind of speaking to the email that we got too. it's sort of like in her experience, she, Mm. you know, like he was looking at sex one way and she was needing something more from it. And then he stepped up and gave her more of what she needed. And then now everybody's on the same page. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. that we do miss that a lot in relationships in America and the Western Eurocentric world where like people are, um, we, and I, and not, not only that, but like if, if we, and I think you're to your point about sex ed, like if we're being taught that the only correct sex is heterosexual mm. sex, then like when I'm exploring pornography for the first time and mm-hmm. I'm very young and then I realize that I'm more turned on by looking at a naked woman's body than I am to a naked man's body, then mm-hmm. I think I must be gay. Like I don't, I'm confused mm-hmm. and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, like, at the time, I hate to say it, but it's just because of the way the world is. I was worried. I was like, oh, am mm-hmm. I like I'm so confused about who I am and what I like because I like boys. I want to hang out with boys. Like, I don't think, you know, I don't think I'm a lesbian. But like, why am I so turned on by this Jugs magazine? <laughs> you know what I mean? That right. I like found. Yeah. Like, what is that about? And the fact that we that then it feels like the answer was like, oh, well, then you must be gay. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like there was any room in my little brain for there to be other options there, which is that like mm-hmm. we're, it's a spectrum and, you know, it's not doesn't have to be so black and white. And also, like, you can want to be dick down and also like to look at boobs like that's fine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Like they're not right. mutually exclusive. And how it should be celebrated that you have such a wild imagination that like different things turn you on and also 
then learning the tools to then take what does turn you on and bring that to your partner, well, whether that be a man or a female. You yeah. know, I mean, and the shame around the what turns you on to right, right. is just well, and, I, and yeah. I don't know about for you and what your experience with porn and stuff is and everybody's different period so like and you know mm-hmm. it's all this is all sort of generalization I'm sure I'm sure there's some men that look at some penis stuff and go like yeah actually I am feeling kind of turned on but I'm sure that that exists too but um that like it it just even having that conversation a little bit makes me feel normal as opposed mm-hmm. to like there's something wrong with me or like why do I have to question my entire sexuality now because you know boobs or whatever you know like mm-hmm. that kind of thing to just to make sure that we're like living in a world where there's no right and wrong mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. like this is okay this is unhealthy this is like oh you're you're now labeled as gay if you like this but you're you know like we don't need this doesn't serve us particularly well mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and even That's if it's, it's not neat- to, I was just going to say, even if it's not to share with your partner, but just for your own exploration, you know? Mm-hmm. It does feel like, I feel like an old person saying this, but it does feel like this, the younger generation, like the kids in college these days, like they, there really is more of a fluid gender identity that's happening. And I think that that's a really great thing. And I know that some old people and even some of my older, my fr- friends in my circle, like they're like, oh, these young kids, like... What do they know and blah, blah, blah. But I do think that it's like they're kind of fed up with how it has been black and white. And I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. Also, who is it hurting? You know? If, well, like, it's if scar- I but it scares. Wear, of course. But like, uh, yeah, it, it, what it what it does is it up it upends the traditional patriarchal totally. landscape. They and don't know their place all of a sudden. Yeah. Right. And it keeps people like from being confined in a way that they, you know, like these these big guys want to be confined. I mean, Lindsey Graham, not mm-hmm. to like shame anybody, he should be free to do whatever the fuck he wants to do behind closed doors. But he is someone who is very anti-gay in political mm-hmm. measures and yet is very well known for being a gay man. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's not even happy with the confines of like the the traditional patriarchal structure and yet like he's feeding into it he's making it worse for people he's making it impossible for people to just live open happy lives Mm -hmm. so it's like this doesn't serve anybody Mm -hmm. the system doesn't serve anybody you know Mm -hmm. except for the people that want to control others i mean that's who it serves but um but i just think that like what is the kids are right (laughs) The children are right. The children are right. Why does it matter? And even things that like we've talked about this a little bit before, too. But like and I've been as I'm on these online dating apps and stuff like this notion of like trans people. Do they have to say I'm trans in a dating app? Do they Mm -hmm. have to like label themselves as that or can they just be accepted as what they what they identify who they are who Mm -hmm. they are not even Mm -hmm. as they identify but who they are Mm -hmm. and like I've from my more you know because I am not quite in that generation I have moments of being like you have to tell me like I can't date a trans person and not know like I have to like know and there's still parts of my brain that are like yeah of course and then Mm -hmm. there's parts of my brain that are like so who why Mm. why does Mm -hmm. it matter Mm -hmm. if you like that person and you're attracted to that person why do I have to know mm-hmm. what they were born? Right. Or, you know, 
what what their sexual assignment was at birth or whatever the phrase mm-hmm. is you know and i think mm-hmm. that that's where that is coming from a that black and white thinking mm-hmm. and i do think that like if women if we were living in a fully woman run society and we never mm-hmm. thought about it any other way it's been you know the, like this study has been saying that women are more flexible in their thinking with those sorts of things we probably would be more fluid you know with that stuff which kind of led me because for me what that topic makes me want to think about more is like are men scientifically more black and white thinking than women Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. men because it seems like men's brains are different Mm -hmm. than women's brains to some extent and i found one article in scientific weekly or something no i just make that up scientific american (laughs) And the article is called Women More Likely Than Men to See Nuance When Making Decisions. Mm. And the article kind of just breaks down basically that, just saying that like men tend to think about things in terms of philosophies. Mm. Like the law says that this is illegal. So that's it. Mm. That's the end of the story. Very black Mm -hmm. and white. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, a woman will say, well, he was hungry. That's why he Mm. stole the bread. So do we punish him the same as we would punish a Bernie Madoff who's ripping people, you know what I mean? Like mm. women have an, are tend to see the gray area much more frequently mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. than men do. And in the article they were saying, we're not saying, we don't know if that's fully biological or if it's uh, social, that's also part of the social construct where men are celebrated and um, mm-hmm. encouraged to be very like decision oriented mm-hmm. and women are encouraged to be very like thoughtful of other people. So they, they were like, we don't, we don't have definitive evidence that it is biological, but like certainly it is a conditioned thing. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if like there is a difference in thinking and then we're being forced to live our lives contrary to how we naturally want to live it (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. fucked up it makes me (laughs) kind of crazy these types of studies and then also like talking to my friends who are married and then like trying to make their marriages work because especially within the relationships um that I'm hearing about so much lately especially in a pandemic is that like yeah their husbands do see black and white they don't see all the nuances of like what it's like to actually run a family or Mm -hmm. like plan travel or even con- almost like weaponized incompetence or sort of mm-hmm. thing. It's like there's just women just see more or like not to generalize. I'm not trying to, you know, make anybody feel bad. I'm just talking about my personal relationships with friends. But it the, the common thing is that like the man is like, I don't see it. I don't understand it. I'm not thinking things through like it, uh, from or, yeah. the beginning to the end or why and don't it, you just do it like this and like just they they think it's just like a one way right answer. and it kind of that that article makes me think of like well they if they if men are constantly just seeing things so black and white and yes no or this that whatever but then taking care of a child there's so many more things to think through Right. then do they have to have lunch or like what are the you know and and then the questions are and maybe this doesn't really matter at the end of the day but then you wonder like again is this biological like is this something that we can never overcome because there's just a biological difference between a male brain and a female brain or is this like a societally built construct where men are allowed to be black and white easy thinking just this or that and celebrated for it and celebrated for it and women are you know c- 
conditioned and and in a in a in a better way, honestly, mm-hmm. to be thinking about like the things in between. Because mm-hmm. like think about it even from the sense of like that that stealing the bread scenario, right? Do you want to live in a world where like a man that steals bread to feed his family is punished exactly the same as a man that stole bread from a poor blind man that was making his living off of that mm-hmm. bread and he's st- and a you know a rich guy that stole bread just t- because he wanted to be a dick mm-hmm. why are like in a black and white thinking both should be punished equally because the crime was the same mm-hmm. in a gray world thinking, and that's what they were saying that men tend to lean toward those kinds of decisions whereas women tend to go well let's look at the relationship and the mm-hmm. dynamic of what's mm-hmm. going on here that's the nuanced thinking and again I'm not making this up. This is from this article, this scientific thing. So if people are getting upset <laughs> listening to this, right. go back, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know. But it's like, what's a better world to live in? Mm-hmm. One where we're, there's like fairness and like we take into account the bigger picture or one mm-hmm. where we just decide like, eh, it's this is a law. No big deal. I'm done. I don't want to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like and same with like sexuality. So like here we are in a world where we're living where it's like this is gay. This is straight. This is good. This is bad. This is healthy. This is unhealthy. That's the world that we live in currently mm-hmm. we're, that we're kind of trying to break out of right now. But that is like been the, the, the thing we're supposed to be following. Mm-hmm. Or is it better to live in a world where we say like it's not that clear, you mm-hmm. know, whatever turns you on as long as it's not unsafe or like, mm-hmm. you know, there's as long as it's always consensual Mm -hmm. and by the way children cannot give consent so I'm harping around too Mm -hmm. is you know not child pornography is not a sexuality Mm -mm. it's not Mm -mm. acceptable that's something that needs to be rehabilitated and stuff like that that's another conversation but like aside from that you know there's a Mm -hmm. spectrum of interest and things like that that is okay and is healthy Mm -hmm. that we are trained to think is not Well, it makes me really then want to double down on like having real conversations with lovers. And it's hard. And it's hard when, um, I mean, I'm just thinking of myself in this, but like I've been seeing somebody very, you know, casually, but like to actually have that conversation of what arouses me and that's not black and white. It's just unfortunate how much I think that us women have to like dim our light to like please the man or like not, ma- totally. not hurt their feelings or right you know well um, I think part of it too is like that conversation we've had before about how like and you were touching on it earlier but like how we also still view sex as a thing to please men and if women right. happen to feel pleasure that's a bonus but mm-hmm. like that's not what this is right really right that's just a very black and white male way of looking at it mm-hmm Whereas, and again, we've talked about, like, what is sex? Mm-hmm. Like, why is sex always penis and vagina? Mm-hmm. Why is sex always penetrative? And mm-hmm. that's, again, going back to, like, even sex ed. Like, we have to teach our children that, you know, mutual masturbation is sex. Mm-hmm. That's something mm-hmm. you can, and then nobody and gets pleasurable. pregnant. And nobody right. gets a disease, you know? Right. And it, and right. frequently more pleasurable <laughs> than other, like, just kind of poking each other, you know, whatever, and doing things that are not. I did not appreciate that scene though of Mr. Big masturbating. <laughs> I didn't no, like no, that. I know. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, weird. thank you. I don't like that. <laughs> Spoiler alert! But Spoiler alert! Sorry if creepy. you haven't seen Sex and yeah. <laughs> Somebody was like, "Why didn't he die during that?" <laughs> sorry, another spoiler. Oh God, sorry. You're ruining. Um, the show. Yeah. Anyway, I think they did it to themselves. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. It. I just, and I'm saying this to myself, like, I want to be empowered enough to, like, say that it is not, sex is not black or white. I think it's hot watching two women f- make love. Like, don't shame me for that because I'm not, you know, um, gay, you know? And I think it can be hot to watch two men doing stuff. Yeah. Personally, like, you know what I mean? I feel like, so there was, that was, okay, you sent me an article that was um, from New York Times, What Women Want, maybe, was published in 2008, and it talks Mm -hmm. about how, like, women, studies have been done, women are not, it actually ties exactly into what I was just talking about, about relational things, women Mm -hmm. thinking about relationally, but, like, how women generally, like, watching a naked man Right. Oh, I doing his laundry this. is not turn on a woman, but no. watching a woman do the laundry can turn can on be. men and women, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just a level of sensuality and like the context of which it's happening. Because I was like, am I attracted to male, just a regular male body? And I was like thinking about it. And I was like, you know what I am attracted to? If there's like a hot, ripped handsome man like riding a horse naked and like making direct eye contact with me like just like being like mm, yeah then I'm like yeah okay that's hot but again a man like <laughs> doing the laundry. dishes naked is not like doing it for me you know what I mean like where there's no well, context me- of sexuality you know anything sexual oh I love a man doing chores I mean that ooh, yeah that, that gets turns me on naked yeah. or, or 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 otherwise right But also in this article, it had said that um, women were slightly aroused by footage of chimps mating and men were not. I don't know why that stood out to me, but I was like, I mean, (laughs) I think. But again, the point the point they were trying to make there isn't that women are into bestiality, but like that that women within context, women women put sex into a context Mm -hmm. and men are just like naked woman. Naked right woman but you know and like that's enough or naked man p- penis if they're gay or whatever you know whereas women are like what is the story behind this what is the what is the thing and that is gray thinking that is contextualized thinking versus this idea of like that that's not sexy this is sexy right mm-hmm. woman yeah. body sexy mm-hmm. that's men singing they're we're just multi-dimensional that's kind of what she's kind of saying and we're flexible and but there, I mean, there. She did say that um, uh, there's the greater potential for bisexuality in women than men. But they're not. She's not willing to say that like all women are inherently bisexual. Right. That's not it. But yeah, I had a conversation with a guy about that not too long ago, where I was like, really? Yeah. Where I was like, I'm. I've kissed girls. I would be fully willing to have sex with a girl. I do not consider myself bisexual, particularly. Mm-hmm. Not because I have any feelings negatively about bisexuality, but I, I know people that are bisexual, and like I think it would be like unfair to like that community for me to label myself something that I don't identify with. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that I couldn't have sex with a woman. I don't know. Like I could. I, I, that's another place where. A perfect example of a woman's brain versus a man's brain. He's mm-hmm. like, no, if you have sex with a woman, you're bisexual. And I'm like, I don't right. think so. Right. I don't think so. And it's not, again, not, I I, I do it out of respect to the bisexual community. Mm. Because I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a fair assessment of what I really am a, as a composite. Mm-hmm. But don't you feel a little bit more confident to say, I don't know, or... I, yeah. I, I just feel I oh, feel lately I, like I don't have yeah. a problem saying I don't know but I just um 
I don't want to claim an identity that is not who right. I am because right. I think it hurts the communities yes, of those identities. Right. Which doesn't have it. But yes, I'd be if I was in a relationship with a woman, to me, that's my kind of level of am I bisexual or not? And other people have different parameters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for me, like if I started dating a woman, then I'd be like, oh, OK, here we are. I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I was having sex with women sometimes, I, to me, that wouldn't be if it was happening a lot, maybe that I'd start to rethink that. Right. But I haven't done it at all yet. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But in my yeah. mind, I'm like, I would try that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that makes me bisexual. I think that right. makes me an open person that's interested. Yeah. And but but maybe not but not not bisexual. I just don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I want to just double down on like finding a person, the person, whoever, whatever. I I just want to find the person. And I'm telling you that Glennon Doyle book, Untamed, really kind of like unearth something in me of just like understanding that love is love. And, you know, she saw yeah. this woman across the room and was like that person. And yeah, she had no. been married forever. And I just think it's such a beautiful story and how how like she was so brave to to end her marriage because she was so unhappy in it and then actually like know her worth of being happy. And I think that that is what we all should be trying to uh, work towards. It's just absolutely. Yeah. Just just loving yourself and being confident enough to know that you deserve love from whatever Any gender. Form. Yeah, who yes. cares? Yes. I fully agree with that. I think also, though, like we, I think straight women, especially in our situation with dating, we gl- glorify uh, lesbian relationships because we're like, oh, it's so much easier. But totally. I was just watching this show yeah. where it's a, like a lesbian relationship and it's a true situation, like a mm-hmm. therapy, it's a couple's therapy. And one of the people is a trans woman and the other person's, I think, bisexual. And they're glorifying heterosexual relationships. They're mm-hmm. saying it's so much easier to be heterosexual. And it's like, none of it is easy. None of it. None mm-hmm. relationship. Or just humans. Is not easy. You know right. what I mean? In that it doesn't just happen. You know, pe- two different individuals are going to be different. And you're going to have to negotiate that no matter what the relationship is. Even friendships. You know what I mean? And and, I'm, and I want to just mention that, like, it's not that we're saying that it's always better, like, you know, w- women are so much better than men, and that's definitely it. And men oh, we're not are saying that? terrible. No, you know, <laughs> but I, but I think what we're saying, or what I'm saying, is that like, hey, men, we need to live in a world where we respect like the perspective, the female perspective, because hmm. there's lots of good things to be gained from that too, and not write it off as like, oh, overly emotional, or they don't know what they want, or there's you know, t- they they're too wishy washy, or whatever it is you want to label them, because you can learn a lot from that. You can learn mm-hmm. about yourself from like mm-hmm. listening to how women perceive the world, and we can have more balance there because it's not mm-hmm. like we should always do everything just like a woman would. Let's that we, there's a reason why. We have all these different types of people on the planet, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is good. We feel oh, a little man. rage today. Oh, God. It's good. a lot of rage. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of rage. Yeah. Lots of rage. But it's all it's good. Fine. Moving forward. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we have, there's a, a t- I'm so excited about a topic we're going to talk about in the future. I don't even want to say what it is because I'm so excited yes. about it. But there's, there is like kind of like hope on the horizon and or just different ways of like living our world in our world. And I think that we're moving toward them and. I don't know. So stay tuned for some more fun episodes. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. And please, you know, rate and review us. Share our podcast with a friend. Join us on Patreon. Buy our merchandise. All, all of that. 
We really, really, really appreciate you all for listening. Hope you learned something. Send us an email. Let us know your thoughts. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Remind me where you got your fucking PhD